are listening to Look Who's Talking, a podcast for Head Start parents, where we talk about everything Head Start. I am Cameron Minter. I am your co-host. And Jessica Coffey is our host. How are you doing today, Jessica? Good afternoon, everyone. I'm doing pretty good, Cam. How are you? It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. It's a rainy day in the neighborhood. Hey, but it's still wonderful because we're above ground and we yeah. yet to see another day. That's true. That's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? But your motivation Monday, so it's not Monday, though. But it is so not <laughs> it's Monday. It's so not Monday, but it's not Monday. Yeah, so what's been going on with you? Let's talk about this cell phone outage. Um, That's what's been going on. I know, right? So It's I, really got me thinking, though. What about? Ways of communicating when uh, we have a terrorist attack and they take out our cell phones. And I, uh, I think the cell phone ad- ad- uh, outage was a terrorist attack. And it may yet to be you know, explained. You got to think about that. That's two different, or at least th- two or three different um, mobile places being uh-huh. affected. So yeah. if one was affected, that's one thing. But if both are affected, then that's something else. Yeah, I don't know. But I all I know is my phone did not ring like <laughs> off the hook. Right, and so you thought I, she was I in was peace. Like, I was like, oh, what's going on? Um, but then... I was fine. I was fine. I was like, yes, I'm disconnected. <laughs> That's good. But as soon as I tried to call someone and right. I forgot that I didn't have, I was like, oh, no. Right. Someone help. Right, right. I haven't been able what to What if something happens and I'm supposed to call 911? But you can't. But you know what? That was on the Today Show today. What? Um, about cell phone outages and um, like, there were emergency situations mm-hmm. where people were trying to call nine one one and they couldn't get through. So I haven't checked. Our phones are still down, right? Uh, no. Oh, you. Oh, you're back. back up. Oh, that's I'm right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm back up too. It no longer says SOS. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm I'm happy about <laughs> hey, that. But, hey, but that's something to think about. That's but something you know to think what? About. I was good with people not calling me, mm-hmm. but as soon as I couldn't get in a hold of right. someone, I'm like, oh. Right. This is awful. This is awful. Yeah. It's just terrible. So we'll we'll see what the news says about the why yeah. and yeah. how could this happen. I mean, if one of them went down, that's one thing, but two yeah. major ones, yeah. But you know what? I think this is a good question. Do you have, do people, How I, I want to know the percentage of people who still have landlines. Oh, you know, I got rid of mine because I was paying that bill, and that's the phone mm-hmm. that when it rings, no one answers. Yeah, because you know what I'm saying. But in situations like this, mm-hmm. you need a landline. Landline is 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 a good 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 option. Good option. Mm-hmm. Well, I was I was um I needed to get a hold of one of our grant writers, Kara Howell, mm-hmm. and I could not call her. And then my teams was messed up. <laughs> I was like, you mean to tell me I'm supposed to walk downstairs? Right, walk downstairs. <laughs> I said, I'm not having it. Hey, but you know what? When we, were, when we were younger, we didn't have all these luxuries. At least I didn't. Um, and we saw people at school, and the next day, you know, that's mm-hmm. when we saw them again. We, were, we had some disconnect from folks. Right. People have way too much access to us. You know what? Are we too connected? Yeah, I At think this we point, are. are we too 
connected with with people, with one another, you know. Absolutely. That's something to ask. That's something to ask, but right now I want to know what is your coffee break? That was anti uh, dramatic cuz I forgot to cut the volume back. We're going to do that again. <laughs> what is your coffee break? It sounds so much better when it works, you know? All right. So today for my coffee break, um, I found this quote and it says, be proud of how you've been handling the mo- these past months. The silent battles you fought, the moments that humbled you, um, wipe the tears from your eyes and pat yourself on the back. Celebrate your strength. And that is basically saying through through the bad, um, through the sad, you still have reasons to celebrate. That's right. That's right. You made it. You made it. Yeah. You know what? The Sometimes um, the goal of the day or the win for the day is I made it. That's it. You know? And that's enough. Mm-hmm. That is really enough yeah. because when you're going through the storm, sometimes you think you're not going to make it. Right. You look at where you are currently make decisions based off of where you are currently but right. i tell people all the time you're going through the storm you're not stationary so mm-hmm. don't make decisions based on the circumstances that you're going through right now mm-hmm. you're going through the storm and at some point you're going to be able to look back and see where you came from right you might even look back and laugh exactly <laughs> right right i felt bad that day for what it meant to take you out mm. but you still here how about that that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. There is strength in weakness. Come on. You, you trying to preach over okay. here. Okay. Look, we have a new segment in the show today. Mm-hmm. We are encouraging our Head Start parents to actually get involved in the show. Mm-hmm. So there will be a text alert going out to all our Head Start parents to listen to the show mm-hmm. to be eligible for a drawing and a prize. Yes. And this new segment is do I called. Get to say what the prize is? Oh, if you if you're so bold to want to do that, new show, new segment called what? Head Start Highlight Word of the Day. That what what Head Start Highlight mm-hmm. Word of the Day? What is the Head Start Highlight Word of the Day? Today's Head Start Highlight Word is advocate. <laughs> So those who hear the word advocate in this show, mm-hmm. you just need to contact the information that has gone out on your tweet or, your, or your text alert <laughs> and follow through with that and be We're eligible for a prize. Nothing. Okay, no tweets. That's no right. No tweet. So what is the prize? So the prize this uh, episode would be a gas card. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. $50 gas card. Come on. I need that. I, I'm I'm texting. I'm I'm texting into dang. I'm not in the system. You're not. <laughs> However, if you want to have a child and enroll them in our program, oh, look at that. you too may be eligible to win a gas card. Look at there, mm-hmm. look at there. <laughs> We're doing all kinds of things. So we have an exciting show today. Who do we have on today's show? Today, I'm excited because we have um, one of our policy council um, members um, who is also a parent. 
Um, to three, she's she's a boy mom. Come on. <laughs> a boy mom. We yes. have Miss Stevie Rogers with us today. Hello. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome. How are you all today? We doing all We're right. We're having lots of fun. Right. <laughs> we, we, we try to keep it a little loose on this show. So, mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. We're glad to have you, and we're just going to talk some good things with you about uh, some of the things that you do. Okay. Yeah. So um, we, and, you know, the reason for this show is, you know, part of our word of the day. Uh Um, Stevie has had the chance to um, advocate for our program, which was a great time down in Frankfurt. Yes. Um, We had the uh, Community Action of Kentucky or all community actions around Kentucky, uh, go to the um, legislative to fr- breakfast. Yeah, yeah, have a legislative breakfast. And uh, Miss Stevie uh, went with us and she got to talk to a, a few legislators. So, how was that experience for you? I worked myself up because <laughs> when you hear legislator, yeah, yeah, it makes you nervous, but it was like talking to you all right now. Mm-hmm. They were. Both of the representatives, uh, the representative I spoke to and the senator, they were very welcoming. It was like sitting down and having a conversation with you all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that they really heard us. And Yeah. What, what we want to know, too, is your experience, uh, not just on that day, but the reason why you were selected to go and represent Community Action Council. So uh, our legislative breakfast allows us to – actually spend some time with some of the legislators and tell them about our services and our Mm -hmm. programs and why Head Start is so important. And I follow Stevie and Jessica uh, to their meetings, and uh, Stevie's testimony was really, really impressive. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, let let us know what what is your experience with this. Mm Mm-hmm. So I have three boys. Um, my older two are 10 and 9, and we didn't do any type of Head Start or preschool with them. Um, I had been at home with them since my stroke in 2016. Um, and, I, you know, I felt like if I was home, I, d- I didn't need to send them to daycare or Head Start. I mm-hmm. felt selfish for being at home all day and then sending them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I thought it was daycare. Mm. then I didn't know any, you know, and I felt like I was selfish taking a spot away from someone else and sending my kids to be babysat by other people when I was sitting at home. So I didn't do it with my other two. And when my youngest came of age, I was like, I'm going to send him because I wasn't able to teach him Mm. the way I was when my older two were that age because of cognitive deficits left over from my stroke so I sent him and the difference I saw in him the the things he was learning um his social skills all of that were so much um better than my older twos were um just there's stuff that we cannot teach our kids at home no matter how good our intentions are and um I just noticed a huge difference in Atticus versus his brothers when they were that age um they're sponges. They're sponges. Mm-hmm. And um, I, Atticus was in the right environment to pick up all the right stuff that he needed. He's so much more prepared for kindergarten next year. I don't have to stress it. Um, the teachers communicate with me uh, daily on this is where he's at. This is where we need to be. Can you, hey, I'm sending home some flashcards tonight. Can you work them, on them with him? So it's targeted on what I'm working 
on Atticus with because time's limited, especially when you have multiple kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll say this is specifically what he's struggling with. Can you work on him with it a little bit? Yeah. So it's just been an amazing experience. And I noticed too that with multiple kids in the household, you're not not the only teacher in the house. The brothers and sisters are oh, teaching. Oh yes, you know what yes, I'm yes, saying. Yes. And so, so the the younger ones does they to me they grow up quicker because they're having so many mm-hmm. touches of influence. Uh, they definitely learn. He definitely learned some stuff from Big Brothers that he doesn't need to be learning. <laughs> it's a daily struggle. I know that's right. I know that's right. But so your experience with Head Start has been really positive. Is that correct? Definitely. If if I could give anybody any type of advice, as a matter of fact, I was talking to someone on one of the mom forums today on Facebook about how important it is whether it's Head Start or mm-hmm. preschool or what whatever type of early education it is, I feel like um, it's kind of swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Everyone's all about kindergarten readiness, mm-hmm. and kids need to start kindergarten at this age and right. a- birthday cutoffs and all of that. And I'm like, what about zero to five? Mm-hmm. You know, where's our focus on that? Because children don't start learning at five. They start learning at birth. Right, and I exactly. feel like... Um, and that's another reason I wanted to go to the Capitol. I feel like a lot of the legislators and lawmakers and people that are over funding and whether it's state or federal level, they don't realize that we've got five years of wasted time here mm-hmm. that we could put into molding. These are this is our future. Yeah. And we've got five years that we're missing out on mm-hmm. molding because it doesn't. I, I, there are some parents that don't care and don't care about teaching their kids, but then you've got parents that do care but don't have all the tools necessary to do it. Right. Um, I, I just feel like it's a it's overlooked a lot, and a lot of people don't realize. Mm-hmm. I was one. I was one person that didn't realize until I put Atticus into the program. I'm like, whoa, look at the possibilities, mm-hmm. you know, Look and look what they're doing with him. Right. I've, I love that. I love her story because – you know, she had adversity with having a stroke, and you were young. I was 30. Yeah, wow. And then, you know, having children, um, and then, you know, um, a lot of times when when families have multiple children, with that last one, they, they're like, oh, I know what I'm doing by now. Definitely not. It's all new. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are going to take a quick commercial break. We will be back after this. This past year has highlighted the strength of Community Action Council. Every day, our staff works together to help families recover from this crisis. We're educating children at home and in person, helping parents who lost their jobs, and helping households avoid eviction. Our work at Community Action Council has never been more important than it is right now. So why not join us? We have employment opportunities requiring a range of skills from entry level to advanced. Apply online at commaction.com. Community Action Council operates the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Crisis Program during the coldest winter months to help qualifying households with a home heating emergency. Some examples are a utility disconnect notice or having an eviction notice if utilities are included in monthly rent. LIHEAP crisis appointments are available now on a first-come, first-served basis. 
Funding is intended to cover the minimum needed to resolve the heating crisis and cannot exceed $400 for gas or electricity. Qualifying households can reapply during the program period as long as funding is available until they reach the $400 maximum benefit. A full list of eligibility criteria, along with a convenient way to schedule an appointment, is available on our website, comaction.org, by clicking the Utility Assistance Scheduler button or by calling 859-300-6960. This past year has highlighted the strength of Community Action Council. Every day, our staff works together to help families recover from this crisis. We're educating children at home and in person, helping parents who lost their jobs, and helping households avoid eviction. Our work at Community Action Council has never been more important than it is right now. So why not join us? We have employment opportunities requiring a range of skills from entry level to advanced. Apply online at commaction.org. Community Action Council's Prep Academies have openings in their early Head Start program for children aged six weeks to three years old. Spaces are filling up, so now is the time to apply for the upcoming school year. Every child who enrolls receives a full scholarship for the entire school year. To get connected and ensure your young child gets a head start on their education, call Community Action Council at 859-233-4600. You can also find Community Action Council online at comaction.org. That's C-O-M-M action.org. Today with one of our policy council members, Ms. Stevie Rogers, who is also a parent. And we had been talking about um, Stevie's experience, experience of just Head Start and being able to advocate for her, her child and her family. So um, you had mentioned just like some of the statistics about um, the first basically five years, zero to five. And, you know, a lot of the development for a child or a person in general are that zero to five. Um, I want to see or ask you, like, could you see the difference within your kids um, in that zero to five development? I know they're different ages, but what are some of the things that you identified? Oh, I never thought about this until my child was in Head Start. Um, well, we started out with the home-based program, mm-hmm. which is another program that you all offer. Um, I was kind of on the fence. I, I don't want to, I'm at home anyways. I don't want to send them to a center all day. So yeah. I was like, let's, let's just do home-based. Um, so we had a teacher come into our home and she kind of would watch and, you know, observe how I interact with Atticus and she would say, when, when he's doing this, try doing this. So she was giving me tools. She was only there for a little bit every week, but she was giving me tools for the rest of the week. Right. When this when he does this, try this. Or mm-hmm. when you want him to do this, try this. Um, so the structure, even in, in the home environment, was different. I didn't have those tools when my older two, I was just winging it. You know, if they did right. something, I, I would I just react it. Right. Um, but his teacher, Han- Hannah Reagan, we love her. Um, she was like, w- when this happens, try this, and th- um, do you need tools to do this? Mm-hmm. Well, I, and um, 
it's a whole family approach too. Mm-hmm. It, it's not just about Atticus. Like she helped us with any issues we had in the family. I remember I had an older kid that was learning to read and we were on sight words mm-hmm. and Hannah was like, I'm going to get you some labels so you can label everything in your house. It'll help Atticus and your older son. Yeah. It's yeah. just a whole family approach. Um, but I noticed a difference in Atticus more along the lines of me noticing the milestones. Like uh-huh. when, when you're a parent and you're in the trenches, you kind of just winging it, going with it, just Surviving. follow the flow. <laughs> and so Hannah pointed out milestones mm-hmm. that Atticus was going through or would be going through. Right. And I, I guess I noticed them more because I mm-hmm. had someone saying he's going to do this or he should be doing it this, yeah. this age. Um, and helping you identify milestone. Right. Um, because, you know, besides when a baby starts crawling or walking or saying First mama words, yeah. or dada, mm-hmm. those are the milestones we think about, you know, off the top of our head. But everything else is kind of like, oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that was a milestone, you right, know. Right. Or even if you did, you kind of forgot. Like I had two, two older kids that yeah. went through those milestones, too, or similar. Mm-hmm. And I... By the time Attic, there's only a four years age difference, but even still, I was like, "Oh, I forgot that they did that." Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, the biggest thing about you know early Head Start and Head Start is re- recognizing those milestones right. and helping you if there's if um, one of the milestones comes up and you don't think it's what it should be, you have someone to talk to that can offer advice or tools or. Any of that. So that's been, I think, the major difference, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that uh, we pride ourselves on is Head Start doesn't stop at the front door, right? right? It goes all the way through the home. And uh, so there's opportunities for, I mean, you could bring your child to get your child enrolled in Head Start and end up, you know, receiving some help on your electric bill or being able to get a job uh, in our CDL program, you know, different things to help the family mm-hmm. is one of the things that we pride ourselves on at, mm-hmm. at Community Action. Yeah, that's great. You all know that education's not just inside the four walls of the school. You know, it's at home right. too. Exactly. That's right. it's first learning. And, and first you know, teachers. we try to encourage, you know, um, whether in our centers or within the home based model, um, like the classroom is wherever you are. So if you're moving or going throughout the the day and end up outside or you're in the car driving to the grocery store or you're in the grocery store, um, those are always opportunities for your child to learn, for you to learn more about your child. And, and that's what we definitely want to encourage, like the relationship between parents, because I remember my parents they're lovely. They did a great job. Mm-hmm. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, um, we we ate dinner together, but outside of that, we were all in our rooms, right? Um, watching TV or you know. And my parent, both my parents worked. They went to work. We ate as as a family. Then we all did our separate things, and it did not encourage conversation. Um, so I remember at the dinner table, my parents talking about their days. Um, but my sister and I, we just ate, 
Go! We're ready to <laughs> let's get this <laughs> over with. Let's go look at TV. Uh, I got right. this for this homework. Right. Can I be excused? Um, right. <laughs> but um, I love the fact that Head Start is teaching children and parents to have conversations at an early age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also want to I, w- I want to bring it to what motivated you to uh, enroll your child into Head Start. I recognized my own limitations Mm -hmm. and I knew that I could not, um, I could not do it at home. Mm I, um, when my older two were his age, it was pre-stroke, pre, um, pancreatic cancer, all of that. Um, so I was able to teach them things at home. Um, I was relatively, I had some college, I was able to teach them. I had the patience to teach my older two. Uh Um, but Atticus came after all of that and when it, when it came time for him to be meeting all these milestones, I knew that I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I knew that I needed help. Um, and that's when I enrolled him in, you know, the home base so that I could have one of your all staff members come into the home mm-hmm. and help me teach him. And then it kind of just progressed toward he loved Hannah. He aged out of the early head start. And I'm like, well, let's, let's send you to the center. Right. And it, it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. I, so you, I'm, I'm listening, and you said a stroke and pancreatic cancer. Yes. How would you encourage a Head Start parent or early Head Start parent in home base or center base to keep going, keep being motivated? Like, how did you do all of that? My kids. Mm-hmm. And I am fully aware that there are a lot of people in this world alive today only because their kids are, mm-hmm. because I'm one of them. I wanted to give up after the stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know the the pancreatic thing it was precancer in my pancreas. I had to have a massive surgery for that. I didn't mm-hmm. heal well from it, um, but it was a lot easier. To, but then when I had the stroke and I couldn't control my emotions, it was in my left frontal lobe, mm-hmm. your emotional center. I couldn't control my emotions. I couldn't form thoughts into sentences. Um, the right side of my body was paralyzed for a bit. Um, but I remember being in the hospital and they'd come in for physical therapy. I don't want to go away. Yeah. I don't want to for like three days. And finally I saw a picture of my babies mm-hmm. on my phone. I had two at the time. Atticus wasn't here yet, but I had two and I'm like, I've got two. Mm-hmm. They're at home. They're young. They need their mommy. I, I, you know, I was their primary caregiver mm-hmm. and they, they're at home. They don't know where mommy's at. They, you know, I've got to get up out of this bed. So I got up out of the bed and I did my physical therapy and right. regained movement and strength on my right side and went to speech therapy. And But it's all, it's been them. Mm-hmm. You've got, they don't have anybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. And nobody's going to advocate for them like you are. Right. So, you know, you've got to keep going for them. Right. That's wonderful. That's encouraging. And, and that is something that, uh, we all need to know. We all need to hear that. I mean, we talked before with the uh, statement of the day, you know, um, just being able to be encouraged about where you are, but you're going through the storm. If, if you stop in the middle of the storm, then then you won't see the results of going through. So uh, kudos to you. I mean, that's a lot to go through. But right. even in that in that mindset, you was like, my kids need – more than I can give them. So instead of me keeping them here, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to get some help. And that's what's so important is to realize when you need some help, 
Right. And the help right. is available. And so, yeah, there's so many different programs that are, are available here at Community Action Council. And uh, we're encouraged uh, by, you know, your your testimony, your statements, and uh, how it's advocating for others. Uh, you know, so uh, even in the process of, of bringing uh, your child through Head Start, you have found another platform to say, hey, this is important enough for other people to be noticing, you know. Right. Atticus is my last baby. I cannot have any more, but I'm going to keep advocating for everybody else's babies because this is so important. Mm -hmm. That's great. That is is awesome. And, um, you know, your testimony is powerful. I mean, when 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 you were speaking, uh, everyone was listening because you not only were you delivering a great testimony, you delivered it passionately. Yeah, yeah, and we can tell that this means something to you. So I, I think love that my was, babies. I think yeah. that was one of our best uh, legislative meetings. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When, when you know you you had a personal testimony, and and not only did you um, just speak so passionately about the program, you spoke passionately about the entire agency, mm-hmm. and and um, just you know the opportunity that you have and you know sometimes some of our parents don't know just what all we have only because they sometimes don't get involved so how would you encourage someone to get involved within the program um first thing is check your text because you Mm -hmm. all send out the the text notifications quite a bit and I think sometimes those Go to email too. I don't, my yeah, email stays swamped, but um, check those out because you all always send. Um, and there's all kinds of opportunities and events that, you know, to be on the, um, that's how I got involved in the Let's Talk program. Mm-hmm. You all did that, has it been a couple of years ago? Um, but I got, and I did that and that was amazing. Um, but watch those texts, reach out. J- Jessica's super easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Everybody at the agency is. If you have a question, reach out to him. Reach out to your parent policy council rep if you're having issues or want to look into ways that you can get more involved um utilize your policy council parent reps um just it's an amazing organization get get involved with the stuff they're doing you heard her she said look at those text messages so you should have received the text message and apply to be in the drawing uh for the Head Start Highlight Word of the Day which is Advocate Advocate Thank you all for listening Thank you for being our guest Thank you Come back anytime You have been listening to Look Who's Talking Tell your friends Share it See you when we see you